Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Friday, episode 716. Today we're going to talk to Mark about you know, his low numbers on his team and, and zone presses and those kind of things. Just one of the many things we do at teachhoops.com is, is do member calls like this. We do them on a regular basis. Um, and, and I just wanted to show you what you can get if you're looking for a mentor, if you're looking for community, if you're looking for resources, come over to teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Also go over and check out Dr. Dish for shooters who want to get better. Go over and check them out. Mention Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you $350 off your next purchase. All right, let's head off to the podcast. Uh, how things going? Good. I think it's all going to be fine. I and mean, we had just a club tournament like a couple of weeks ago, and they just kind of, you know, space people out. Everybody plays normal. Everything seems to be fine. Yeah. I mean, so, so here's my here's my here's my question to you: Would you sit in a conference room for an hour? with 25 other people in a contained environment would i yeah yeah and without a mask and without social distancing um if i was younger i would not worry about it at all <laughs> now that i'm a little older maybe i would okay because that's it, it's an it's a math problem for me it's like so let's say i, t I see 150 kids in a day let's say i get sick so right. that's an exponential sure. No, I think you should just have a plan in case we're not going in November. I think it's very likely that they extend it out if necessary and start after January and just have a later season. Yeah, yeah. But then, so, so in my theory is we, this is just me speculating, is that maybe we will um, be able to practice, but we won't be able to play because they won't want us to get on a bus. They won't want us to travel. You know, what does a social distancing practice look like? Yeah, you but know? as long as you're doing that, then why not just play some games with people? Because you're it's you're not you're not increasing the circle and you're not traveling. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because all of a sudden you're putting more people in confined space. That's just my thought. Is like I can see districts around the country going, you can practice because these are the kids that are contained, 
but we're not going to let you travel or, or, or I could see maybe we're not letting you travel out of your County or your city or your area. Um, you got to stay in the area. Yeah. We don't want you spreading. How about so, the other thing is once they come out with better testing of who actually has it and who doesn't have I mean, it. testing, I, if we just, so this is the stats teacher. I mean, testing, if we just spent the last four months getting a test where I walk into school and in three minutes, I know if I have COVID or not, the problem's solved. Yeah, you, you know, like a, like a swab or a little pink prick, you put it on something, you wait three minutes, do I have COVID or don't I? Nope, I don't. Good, I can go into, I mean, you come up with that, you'll be a billionaire with a B. That's what they need to do. I mean, seriously. Because then you know, then 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 I could just run my normal class. Everyone in here is fine. No one has it. We can just go on with our normal life. We're going to we're going to play a, uh, an opposing team. We test all the kids because before they get on the bus. Ding 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 ding. ding. Oh, you're all clear. Good. Let's go. Yeah. You know, it'd be easy, but yeah. Anyway, I'm so. saying even with the testing, that does take a while. If it gets more accurate, if you find out that maybe the majority of people already had it. Uh, that you know, just yeah, but did you see the recent thing? Because I'm, I'm oh, like, I'm revving up for stats class. Is there's people already that have had it and got it in a second time? Okay, that was my thing. I've been yeah, hurting. yeah. There's there's doctors that have had they they've 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 given them a test, they've had it, and then so now they're figuring out did they never get rid of it in their body or did they recatch it? So they're trying to figure out all that. So I don't know. We won't solve this. Pro- we won't solve this. I can help you solve the basketball problems. I can't help. You <laughs> Problem. Yeah, well, one last comment, and then I'll, then yep. I'll make a comment or two, and I'll, okay. I'll let you go. Um, but as far as what the actual numbers that come out of actually what it does for, as far as being more deadly or, or more serious than just the flu and other things, still for it's just the el- the older people that the yep yep. But but out. here's the stuff: as I've had players get it, and it's it lingers. I've had I have a kid that's an accountant and a lawyer won't name him here, but he got it in March. He's still waking up at night with pain and aches. He he's seen a chiropractor. He's got, he's got brain fog. I mean, this thing, everyone that I know that's gotten it says, you do not want this. You do not want this. Like, it, <laughs> and we don't know the long-term effects either. That's the problem. If we knew the right. long-term effects, we just let everybody get it. Right. So you're, you're still saying, even with the young, that there are still lingering. Uh, they're effects. lingering. Yeah. Like, see, I haven't had, I haven't had that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, one of my, one of my former colleagues, he had Alzheimer's, so he was older and he died of it. But, um, you know, yes, elderly, if you're in the, yeah, if you're in the eighties, you do not want to get this. Um, I'm in my fifties. I'm in that middle range. I'm probably, I, I don't know. Here's the issue too. This is the stats teacher. People don't know they have underlying health issues. Like, I don't think I do. I think I'm a relatively healthy person, but I don't know. I don't, I don't think, I mean, I know I'm not diabetic. I know I don't have those things, but I don't know. I don't think I have any heart. But if I do, I'm going to find out real quick. If I get COVID, if I have heart issues, I'm going to find out real fast. Uh, all right, basketball. All, those are good. Those are all good, uh, <laughs> good observations. So yeah, uh, it's a stats teacher. I'm always thinking numbers. I'm always thinking numbers. Uh, so just, just a couple of quick things. So yep. uh, just next year, I'm be a lot uh smaller as far as actual players are going to be playing so i might actually have uh six to seven to eight players that are actually going to be playing so i wanted to say do you set any guidelines in the game or in practice like maybe if you have certain players that you really cannot have out of the game like no reaching at all or after they get new two fouls never leave the floor to that or what type of parameters do you set when you, you cannot have fouls? yeah you those are side fouls. conversations i have with the players 
Um, cause I've had my fair share of those. I had point guard a couple years ago and he, we couldn't get them in foul trouble. We were just going to be a different team. Sometimes I'll pull them when they get their second to talk to them. So I, I always remind it. I don't want them to stop playing defense. I will change up matchups to protect them. I will change up defenses to protect them. I will do some things that I need them really on the court. Yeah. I mean, those are the two best, I mean, the side conversation, you, you don't want to say that in front of the entire team. Like you don't foul because you don't want to, you don't want to. You don't want to build any f fracture on the team, but I think it is important to have those side conversations with that player and say, you know, that's a, you can't, you can't, I, I refer to him as stupid fouls. You can't get a stupid foul. It, let's say, let's say the kid's name is John. John, you can step in and maybe I like, you can step in and take a charge. You know, if you've got three fouls, I don't need you stepping in and taking get, taking a charge. The the chart the the cost benefit there is the business part of me. The cost benefit is not good enough. You on the floor is more important than us trying to get another foul on the other person. So those are just the conversations I keep having with that player. And then, you know, I will sit them at times just to rest them to try to, to work some time and clock. But yes, I would definitely, if you're, if you're short numbers and you don't have a lot of players. And then another thing I do is I definitely will change up defenses. You know, maybe we'll put a play a one, three, one, and I'll put them on a wing where they're less likely to get a foul. There's places in a zone that you can put people that, they can still be aggressive, but they're less likely to pick up a foul. So, you know, maybe I put them in the bottom of a 2-3 where they just got to rebound and box out. You know, you can do those kind of things to quote-unquote protect them. I hate saying that. I never say that to them because I don't want them to stop playing. But right. um, I'm hiding them, quote-unquote. I am doing that for sure. Well, like I, there's, there's some kids I've had this conversation to them blue in the face and they end up, I set them in with the fouls and they just end up sitting, fouling out. Yeah. So then the other thing is then you got to change your defenses. Then you got to change what you're doing probably. Well, like in practice, I mean, like when we're practicing, I mean, should I make a roll? You do not reach, there's no reaching at all. It's just completely, you know, I well, let's, yeah, but I think you want to simulate what's happening in a game. Like John, you got three fouls. For the rest of the practice, you're going to play like you have three fouls. Let me see. And right, then, that's what I'm right. Okay, yes. so I, but I don't think you just want to say don't reach because they won't do – you don't want them reaching anyway. But I think that – I think you got to practice what you want them to do. So, hey everybody, hope you're enjoying the podcast. Please subscribe and like uh, no matter where you listen to podcasts, whether you're jogging, walking the dogs, walking the kids, playing at the pool. Uh, go over and subscribe. Apple would be great. Five star. If you're going to do a two-star, don't do it. Spotify or wherever you listen. Um, we would also love if you went over to teachubes.com. It's what allows us to keep the lights on here and keep things at chugging. Um, so go over and check that out. 14-day free trial. Uh, you know, everyone's got to work on their game and their craft. Come over and help us. And then the last thing is if you're thinking of um, looking for other podcasts, go over and check out High School Hoops um, and Teacher Side Gig. Those are two other ones. And we we might have a fourth one in the in the tank, but we'll we'll tease you. Um, hey, John uh, and Sam, you both have four fouls for the next ten minutes. You can you don't have to pick out one player or two, but just so they kind of get used to it. Um, and then if they can pick up their fifth, then they run a you know a ladder, or a couple laps or something. No, you can't do that. That that the conversation I have with them when that happens is well, when you do that, you're not only hurting yourself because you're not on the floor, you're hurting all of us because we're not able to run yada 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 yada, whatever it so is. You think it, so you think it is a little bit too far to just say right off the bat, hey, you guys do not reach ever under yes. 100%. Yes. 
Don't go to the extreme because they'll That's stop doing stuff that you want them to do. But right. then you can self-correct. What I do is, is like you self-correct. You, you got that foul because you reach, move your feet to, you know, it's a teachable yeah, so they, moment. They need to flip a switch where they say, hey, I'm in foul trouble. Well, and then in the side conversation I have, do you want to play 30 minutes? Like, do you want to play a lot? Because I want to play you. But if you foul, I can't play you. And if you keep following, I'm going to see. So you have a choice. You can listen. Because they all want to play, right? Every kid on the bench wants to play. They all want to play. I know you want to play, but if you're if you foul out, you don't get to play. So let's work on this together. And then you got to kind of build it as a team. Like I'm, I what I want and what you want is the exact same thing. I want you to play. You want to play. Let's come up with a plan so you can do that rather than sitting that's next a, to that's me. That's a better way to package it. Okay. Yeah, I got you got to, it, it's all about, and every kid's different. Like some kids you got to yell at and don't follow. Some kids you got to package it. Like, and some kids you tell them they're the best thing since sliced bread. You know, it's like, we can't right. win a game ever if you're not on the floor. I mean, again, not having those conversations with everybody in the team, but with them, you know, it's all packaging. You're right. It's all marketing, basically. How do you market to them? Once you get them to buy in, they're in. Like everybody that I've done and I've marketed it right, has been on board once I've once they figured it out and some of them I've had to take a um a left to the chin and had to sit them for like 10 minutes to make a point and it's not easy when your best player is sitting on the bench because they got two fouls and they're not listening well I'm going to teach you that you don't and then 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 after that game is when I've had that like I had to sit you why because you were in foul trouble and I needed to have you for the fourth quarter or the second half and you are too valuable to us so I had to sit you. You made me do that, not me. I want to play you. If you don't get in foul trouble, I'm going to play you other than to rest you when I think you're tired. Let's work on this together, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think that will work. And then uh, one other one I had is, so like if I'm running a three-quarters press and maybe dropping back into a man, but when I'm running my man, my thought this year is I was going to have – Are you going to man – is that three-quarter press man? Yeah, like maybe like Don Showalter showing yep. a one, two, two – Three quarters press drop once you go for one trap if it doesn't work or you get beaten and then drop back into a man okay so my question is if uh, this year my thought was to run more of like four chasers and one man in the middle i'm just kind of clog up the lane so as i'm making a transition though from a uh, press should i just have everybody pick up whoever's closest and then just switch yes, and out then they can change when they get the yes so this is a communication problem. This is not, this is that, yeah. So I would pick up closest man. And when we run in practice, when we do it for like a, the first week, I make them point. Once it gets to whenever you think the press should be over, I make them point like they're in third grade. I make them point at who they're guarding. Like I over-exaggerate. Abby, you got, I've got Abby. I got Abby or whatever. And she's yelling, that's who I got. And you're pointing at her. And I just, I'm because it's really about, you don't want to lose somebody and just find somebody. And then we can switch when we, when they run by or whatever. I never, I used to worry about matchups more than I do now as an older coach. Um, just because how often does a, you know, a big post up a guard, not that off. I mean, it, you know, it takes a lot for that to occur. So right. the, I, you know, all, for the, for them to exploit what they need to do against us is a harder than it, for a high school kid is a hard thing to do. So I never really worry about that. Um, and then we worry about, so then we'll work, we'll work on that. And then we'll work on once we, then we work on the actual switching back. And I say once or one or two reversals, you guys should be able to do that. And then we talk about communicating again. It's like, all right, switch back, switch back, switch back. 
and then, you know, how they can do that. But yes, the most important thing is to stop the ball. And the most important thing is to match up the closest man. Right. Stop ball, one person underneath the goal and, you know, get other people. So yeah, and, it, and it's all, it's all what's your indicator of when you're going to stop pressing and getting into, is it a location? Is it a pass? Is it, you know, what is it to cause you to stop the pressure and match up? That's what you have to figure out. And do you ever, um, you know, if you're transitioning to man seamlessly in transition and so forth without calling out, uh, hey, I've got so-and-so, I've got so-and-so, because everybody obviously knows you're a man when you start calling out numbers. Yeah. Do you do you ever try to just have the people just pick people up? Uh, or do you I mean, you can. I mean, are you worried that, they, that you're going from zone to man, that you don't want them to know what you're in? I, I was just trying to make it a little bit more complicated. That's all for for the other team, as far as if you're able to pick up man without um, just you know grab the person closest to you and start playing them, or is that too? If you think your team can do that, that would be ideal. I would try it. I mean, again, it's it's that growth mindset for me. Try it. If it doesn't work, then you dump it. Try it. I mean, I I I don't care if people know we're in man. I, I mean, everyone knows my calls and everything I'm doing anyway, so I don't really care. Right. Um, right. But, okay. but no, I mean that, yeah. So that would be the transition maybe to the players. We're going to do this for two or three days where you got a point. And then if we get good at it, then you're just going to match up. Good teams can match up. Good guys that have played or gals that have played, um, girls that have played a lot can, can match up seamlessly. They'll still communicate, but it won't, it will be very, yeah, it'll be, it's like a symphony. It's very smooth. Um, right. Which would be obviously. Which is the ideal. That's your. That's your pinnacle. That's where you're trying to go. Yes. Hey, one last last question, and I appreciate the time. Yep, uh, no problem. Just a last um, last second. Just a thought process is at the the end of the game. If you're um, let's say you're shooting free throws, um, you have the lead, maybe a couple points. Maybe there's ten seconds left. So my team shooting free throws. Does it usually make sense to just bring all the guys back to half court and to set up or whatever you're going to so you don't get beat in transition? Or are you, you up or down? What are you up or down? So you're up. You're up a few points. So you're shooting uh, you're shooting free throws, you're up. So instead of getting if you're beat, if you're shooting the free throws and you're up, I like to leave the guys on at least for if it's two free throws for the first one because it makes it easier for the free throw shooter to have those that that sight that sight line. That's what um yeah. yep. The true. second one, um it depends. <laughs> Again, how much you trust your guys. If you're worried about them following or doing something stupid then pull them back. If they're, you know, if they're going to match up with those two guys that are just there, that's fine. I just don't want an over and back or something silly where they go down and shoot free throw. So if we're up three and there's like seven seconds to go, I'm probably going to pull them off. You know, I might have the free throw shooter pick up and just slow them down a little bit. So they take a couple seconds off the clock. Um, but a lot of time when you hit that second free throw, they'll take a timeout or they'll get it to half court and they'll take a timeout. So um, I'm just, I think you're thinking along the right lines in the sense that you don't want your guys to do something silly at that point. Mine's more the, getting back on defense. Cause if I was on the, the flip side, um, I wouldn't call a timeout. I, I have a set, would have a set play. Once they get the ball, they'd push it up. So yep. I'm working it now. You, you've got two, you're got. Yeah. So I would show man, go zone or show zone, go man, something like that, where they don't know necessarily what you're doing. I like that idea actually. But, but I guess what I'm saying is that you would, would you gamble on the people being up and maybe getting rebound and help the free throw feel normal shooting free throws or go ahead and bring them back past. Yeah. The ball. first one, if it's a bonus and they're shooting a one and one, I definitely would pull them back. 
if it's shooting two, I'd let them stand there for the first and then I'd pull them back. Okay. So it's just kind of decision you have to make. Yeah. Hey, were you able to log in and look at the workouts too? They're good. You yeah, should send them to great. you should send them yeah. to your kids. Yeah, They're good. everybody. So um I haven't connected with them since, but yeah, I got Yeah, the first two days are up, so they can just do day one, day two. I release them every morning at 6 a.m. So whatever it's, it, and they can get it on their phones and stuff. If they, if they're looking for stuff to get, so it will be great. It is real. It's good. Stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah. I've, I've checked it out. So I got it to everybody. So thanks, sir. Okay. Yep. No problem. See ya. Awesome. Hey everybody. Yeah. Thanks yeah, for bye. listening. Um, if you'd like to support us, go over and check out teachings.com for coaches who want to get better. Also subscribe and like, we do appreciate those. Have a great day. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.